You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a bootcamp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Course Report Podcast. I'm Jess. We're just a few months into 2023 and there is seemingly a new generative AI tool launching every other day. And we're getting so many questions about how AI might be incorporated into the curriculum at different coding boot camps, how AI might change the types of jobs that boot camp students are hired for, and how to stay ahead of the AI curve. So we're kicking off this series of AI talks with Evan Shai, the CEO of Coding Temple. AI and AI tools are top of mind for bootcamps like Coding Temple, so I can't wait for our discussion today. We're going to cover how Evan views the hiring landscape in 2023, what they're hearing employers asking for around AI skills right now, and how Coding Temple is incorporating AI already into their curriculum. So let's dive in. Evan, thanks so much for joining us. You're somewhat new to Coding Temple, so introduce yourself to course reporters. Like, what are you working on as a CEO now, and how are you supporting the Coding Temple students there? Sure, Jess. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I've, I've heard a lot about, and fortunately, I've had a chance to experience a little bit just the uh, incredible relationship and collaboration that you know we've had with with Course Report. I love the work that you guys are doing. Um, so I am Evan Shy. I've been a career long entrepreneur based uh, here in Chicago. Uh, I've spent most of that career building software products and services uh, within the skill development space, you know, broadly. So digital health, corporate wellness, professional development, always trying to help people, you know, develop the skills that that help them live the life that they ultimately want to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's still a, a clear through line for the type of work that that we're doing at Coding Temple, but I was on the other side of the table and had been hiring Coding Temple graduates oh. and really just always impressed by the quality of, of graduates coming out of that program. It, it wasn't until last year uh, I spent some time at uh, Penny Pritzker's P33 here in Chicago, where a lot of our work was centered around the tech talent landscape. And, you know, how can we uh, inter introduce solutions that bridge some of the, you know, thousands of more tech jobs that are available than there are graduates to fill them? Mm -hmm. And, you know, equally, how being reliant on these kind of traditional or conventional pathways can tend to exacerbate some of the inequities that exist in our tech ecosystem. So I wanted to be a part of the solution. Uh, you know, fortuitously, Coding Temple asked me to come on board. I'd been advising the company for years since. Um, and they asked me to be CEO. And I was excited to have the opportunity of building things that could, you know, empower a generation of people to be involved in, in the tech landscape and participate in these tech roles. So as we're thinking of the next few years, what kinds of impacts do you see AI making on tech? You know, like every innovation before it, uh, I think ultimately we will see a lot of jobs change, but net new opportunities created, right? Mm -hmm. There certainly will be some displacement, but I think ultimately this is a really unique opportunity 
for a technology that can amplify the things that we're capable of doing as humans. You know, you hear stats that can seem, you know, somewhat daunting at times, whereas 85 million jobs that might be, you know, displaced. But with that comes, you know, 97 million new jobs that ultimately will get created in fields like, you know, data analysts and software development and engineering and, and cybersecurity. Uh, so we, we think that a lot of changes are coming, but ultimately where people fall on that spectrum will depend on how we prepare for it, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to, of course, help people do that. So generative AI is obviously ramping up super fast here in 2023, but AI itself is not new. Are there any examples where AI has already been integrated into the tech workplace that we're seeing today? Yeah, it certainly isn't new, right? It's been in the workspace for, you know, decades at this point. I think, you know, most people are familiar with it uh, in customer support, right? We had this big surgence of uh, customer chatbots that was on everybody's website, which certainly left some things to be uh, desired, if you mm-hmm. will. <laughs> but I think the the generation of chatbots that we're going to be seeing in the coming years is going to set a, an entirely new expectation and caliber. So, but it has been around for quite some time. Uh, human resources, you know, leveraging AI to match candidates and get a better understanding of the capabilities and psychology and emotional traits of candidates. Uh, which I think can lead to a lot of and has led to some progress being made in the workforces that we see at various companies. And then, of course, things like data analytics Mm -hmm. um, has been using AI for quite some time. Yeah. So in your opinion, how do you think technologists should stay ahead of this AI curve? Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's one thing to learn it first, but it's also about how do you continue to stay ahead of the curve. And I, I think generally, it's of course keep learning, make sure you're having you know conversations and being a part of the conversation that is around this technology, rolling up your sleeves and experimenting with it, right, and, and collaborating with other folks. I think you know these are kind of core first principles to how you'd want to stay. Uh, ahead of of any innovation or fast-moving space, but I think the same is true in AI. Mm. And I have to know, is that the same advice that you'd give to like a total coding or tech newbie or someone who's just considering a career change into tech now? Yeah, I think that's a good distinction. Um, you know, for for newcomers, really, it's it's going to be more about building a solid foundation, right? How do you learn the fundamentals mm-hmm. of AI, programming languages, data manipulation? We're teaching a, a workshop on that in in a couple weeks, actually. Um, how do you find mentors that can you know help kind of guide you down that path, and then really embracing networking with other folks that mm-hmm. are both at your level and and maybe more advanced. For experienced technologists. You know, I think maybe it's more about keeping an open mind, right? Being uh, open to changes and things that challenge your existing assumptions, uh, doing what you can to share your knowledge with the community. And then maybe even, you know, like most fields, increasingly it'll be relevant to uh, drive towards a particular specialization, right? So how can Mm -hmm. you develop expertise in natural language processing or computer vision uh, in order to stay ahead of the curve. So I think those are the distinctions. Hmm. 
So you mentioned at the top of this podcast episode that AI could produce upwards of like 90 plus million new jobs by 2025. What do you think that those jobs could look like? Yeah, you know, and again, I think it's helpful just looking back for a moment when you think about the internet era and Mm -hmm. the jobs that were created like web developers, you know, digital marketers, e-commerce specialists. I think we can expect AI to give rise to these new roles in the coming years. Maybe some of those, uh, you know, might be AI ethics officer that, you know, ensures that AI applications are developed and deployed responsibly, right? Tackling issues like data privacy and fairness and transparency, you know, AI data curator, you know, really it still requires a human to be in the loop at this point. So, Mm -hmm. you know, an individual who is sourcing, preparing, maintaining data sets that fuel these large algorithms, I think is going to be important. You know, AI trainer uh, that, that teaches the AI models, providing feedback, refining outputs uh, to meet certain performance goals. And if I were to have to you know, say one more, uh, an AI integration specialist, you know, where you know, professionals will integrate AI solutions into their existing systems and processes. I think right now there still is a lot that needs to be done to make these applications user-friendly and Mm -hmm. easy to plug into their places. So I think having someone that's dedicated to doing that could be helpful for a lot of organizations. Yeah, Evan, I think that's a good point of, of the internet created a ton of new jobs that we had never seen before the internet. And AI could do that same exact thing for the tech workforce and the non-tech workforce even. Right. Um, so as a coding bootcamp, you now have the duty to prepare students for all these new demands of AI and also in the very near future, these demands are coming. So how is Coding Temple going to uh, tackle this? Yeah, so we have a, a lot of things in, in the works, like like many others. You know, we certainly have been preparing and thinking about these things for a long time, and are really accelerating some of the investments that we're making because we do feel that it's imperative for us to ensure that our students are prepared for this evolving landscape. Um, you know, some of the things that we're doing, you know, firstly nurturing a strong foundation in programming and data analysts type of, of, of uh, programming. So, you know, it's crucial that all of our students have a solid grounding in not only programming languages, but data manipulation techniques, um, the things that are core and foundational to AI and machine learning projects. You know, another is, you know, we really try to integrate AI-focused coursework and hands-on projects into our curriculum itself, right? So the practical approach allows uh, students to explore AI concepts, tools, experiment with different tools and applications, use these techniques, uh, and ultimately help them get used to deploying these things in the wild, right? Mm. And then, you know, finally, how do we bring AI professionals and mentors and build a network and bring them into our student experiences to ensure that our students are creating bi-directional relationships with experts in the field, right? So really staying plugged in, uh, as well as exposing them to employment opportunities, of course, post-program. At this point, are you finding that employers in the Coding Temple network are interested in students that understand AI tools? 
Yeah, actually, this has happened a bit faster than I anticipated. I think, you know, oftentimes we see a bit of a lagging uh, if, uh, mm-hmm. impact here, but we've been excited of what we've heard. Um, we are hearing employers saying this. We even you know, saw a recent survey by uh, ResumeBuilder.com. Like 92% of the business leaders that were surveyed, which was you know over a thousand, are currently hire that are currently hiring. 91% of them you know are specifically looking for workers with ChatGPT experience, right? So it really demonstrates a strong interest there. You know, 66% of of business leaders generally believe that you know hiring employees with ChatGPT experience will give their company a competitive advantage. So we are seeing people move in that direction. A lot of people are paying attention to it, obviously. You know, 100 million plus people are using this tool. So I think increasingly, you know, we will need to be able to and know how to leverage these tools in order to be competitive in the eyes of employers. So I'd love to dive a little deeper into how Coding Temple will be integrating AI tools into the curriculum and the classroom. Like, will there be new projects or tools that you'll be focusing on? Yeah, so we we envision you know generative AI as supporting, even amplifying or augmenting our dedicated instructors. Um, we still think that the instructors and that human touch that they provide are essential. Mm-hmm. But a couple of ways that we're incorporating AI is you know really trying to build uh, you know harmonious um, uh, and bi-directional relationship with our instructors. So how do we leverage? generative AI to help be a co-pilot for instructors with grading and uh, curriculum development? Um, how do we kind of accelerate some of those uh, things that you know generally require a lot of time, but don't necessarily require an individual uh, instructor's time to do manually? So if we can free up some of that time, our instructors can spend much more time directly with our students, personalizing the experience and adapting it for them. On that front and through some of that adaptation, how can we leverage uh, AI to actually help personalize the experience and learning experience for our students? So still very, very early days here. There are a number of tools out there, but I, I see a lot of exciting things happening that will allow an individual's learning experience not only meet the student where they are, but evolve with that student's evolving capabilities. So we're super excited about that as well. And will your bootcamp alumni be able to access these new learning materials about AI from Coding Temple? Yeah, so, you know, a couple of ways that they can access the material, you know, one just being updating the course content and their ability to access that, you know, we'll continue to do that, creating fast feedback loops that allow us to continue to improve and adapt the curriculum, as well as, you know, we provide lifetime career support. So all of our alumni can come back to our workshops and webinars that we're providing. Increasingly, the content delivered there will be focused on, you know, things like AI and and how ultimately they can leverage it and use best practices, et cetera. Um, we did our first uh, Coding Temple After Dark event several weeks ago. So that's an in-person experience, which went really well and we're excited about offering to the rest of the community. And then we're going to be launching um, a platform called Digital Sensei where you know all of our online resources will be available for our students um, so they can come back and continue to learn more as well. 
Awesome. Those sounds so cool. So in the face of AI and a seemingly turbulent tech job market um, of the past few months, why do you think now is the best time to make a career change into tech? Yeah, I think, you know, tech roles specifically, right, independent of what kind of industry uh, you ultimately land, it still remains to be a very, very, you know, high demand, uh, high paying opportunity. The demand for tech skills just continues to grow. And, And with things like AI, that is only increasing and it increases the ability for someone without a technical background to be a really strong uh, technical uh, contributor because you can leverage some of these tools to really augment some of the uh, entry-level functions. But I think that and, and versatility and adaptability as well as you know continuing to learn these languages, I think really empowers individuals to be competitive in this evolving job market. And then again, like I said, being a software engineer or a developer or a data analyst, these are roles that are increasing in demand, not decreasing in demand. So I think now is as good a time as any to really lean in and develop these skills. Yeah, that's, those are such great points um, and a perfect place to wrap up this discussion about how you're seeing AI in the tech landscape today. Thank you so much for joining me today, Evan. We're going to be posting a transcript of this interview on the Core Support blog with contact information for Coding Temple, just in case you're interested in applying for one of their upcoming cohorts. And thanks so much to all of you for listening. Tweet at us, email us, and let us know which topic you'd like us to cover next on the Course Report blog. And in the meantime, follow Course Report on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're a bootcamp alumni, don't forget to post a review of your bootcamp experience on Course Report. Your review is a huge help to anyone thinking of getting into tech today.